1: Subscribe
0: to and rate the Minnesota football show on iTunes. And welcome to another edition of the Minnesota football show. It is a rainy Sunday ahead of a late game day. Uh, Mm -hmm. But two of us here with you, Bridget McDowell here with Eric Silver-Brenneman. Hello, hello. What's going on?
1: Oh, well took the doggy for a little walk. It's a little chilly for almost May, but uh, Uh such as Minnesota, right? Ups and downs, (laughs) the roller coaster weather.
0: Rain Um, and snow in the forecast today. No big deal. I didn't
1: know about the snow part. That's no fun. Because now the trees are in bloom, and uh, this is the part where if we do have freezes, it could affect our fruit crops. So I'm a little worried all of a sudden. It,
0: uh, It should all melt right away. I don't think it's supposed to get that cold. It's just... See a few flakes with the rain through the day. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and how are you, Bridget?
0: I'm all right. Yeah, I got smoked in balloon soccer by my six-year-old niece yesterday. So that was that was great.
1: <laughs> where, where was where
0: was that? <laughs> she was. Both of the kids were over here yesterday. Oh, just hanging. At the,
1: okay, got it. Got it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a couple balloons hanging around, so. Um she's been playing on the weekends and kept doing that. I play soccer, I can do this. I play soccer, come and get it. And uh I tried to nutmeg her a few times and failed. Um turns out that's a little difficult with the balloon and a six year old short legs, but uh the balloons um,
1: react a little differently than the ball, turns yeah, out.
0: But I did get a nice little toe poke between the leg tackle. To get the ball away from her at one point and she was not happy. So I was proud of that moment.
1: <laughs> Very nice. Very she nice. She told me
0: to do better and to move my legs more. She told so. you to do better. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're gonna pass that on to PT this week. I love it. And, I love it. <laughs> and we will work on that. Um, yeah, it was funny. So I'm a little sore today. I'm moving kind of slow, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's always fun otherwise. being sold off by a little kid. Been there
0: like excuse me
1: <laughs> Yep. well our other co-host is is taking the day he uh listeners may not know this but rodrigo is a uh screamo death metal artist in his uh peruvian band uh what's it called uh pisco murder shot i think that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> so he does. He doesn't have a uh, a voice. I'm just playing. He, he was coaching. He coached a whole bunch. And, same. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, <laughs> what's the difference? go murder punch. <laughs> By the way, I want full copyright on that. If if that actually becomes a band, <laughs> send me all the royalties. We need to,
0: we need to make that a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. Good stuff. All right. Let's let's get into this. Um. Let's start with uh U.S. Open Cup here. So Minnesota played at Detroit on Tuesday, I think it was. Yes. Um, Detroit scores first and then Minnesota kind of turned it on. Uh, final score three, uh, one. Bridget, what are what are your takeaways? You probably were into this one more than I was?
0: Uh, it was all Detroit's game for most of the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, quite a bit of turnover in terms of lineup as you would expect for an open midweek open Cup game. Um, so there are like f- three or four guys, um, mostly the back line, uh, who stayed in for this one. And um some I mean some decent play on the wings with uh with some of the new guys in there. Um gave up a sloppy sloppy goal early, but um eventually rallied those three goals all came over the course of like six minutes, uh, in the second half and, um, Manuel Iwa, who we've talked about, got his first start in this one. Um, two other guys made their, their first appearances for the senior squad. Um, solid, I mean, solid effort towards the end. I, I think it was more of a team effort by the end and, uh, Detroit didn't and quit they were they were still in it, still looking for for goals uh Clint Irwin had quite a few saves in goal um some pretty good stops uh, thankfully finishing for Detroit just as bad as finishing for United so <laughs> <laughs> right
1: on right on well the uh what well, we could say Minnesota moves on. They're going to face, uh, Philadelphia union, uh, in two weeks, right? Tuesday, May. May. Uh, yep. Yeah. And that's actually going to be here. That'll be at all mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about some of the, the cup sets though, Bridget, cause I was actually surprised that there I'm, I'm happily surprised. I should say that there's still a lot of usl teams in the running here, which always makes it fun. Um, I think the big one, uh, Monterey Bay FC knocks off, uh, San Jose earthquakes one nil good on them uh, i don't know a lot about this team their their badge is really trippy like if you stare at it for more than 30 seconds you kind of start to <laughs> you kind of start to fall in it <laughs> so, are those waves so, are there yeah waves? you don't know that's right after 10 that's seconds right. um pot is now almost legal in in the state of minnesota so i would not be looking at this uh badge for a long time if you've been partaking <laughs> you might <laughs> you might go somewhere <laughs> Um, any any other ones that uh, that you picked up on, or you kind of noticed, Bridget?
0: Uh, I mean, they're they're a fun one to watch, so I'm happy to see them go through. Zach um, Republic goes through to face Colorado. I, they've been pretty solid through USL play, so I'm not not a huge surprise to see them go through. But um, let's see. Bigger surprise oh, sure. might be Luton United. Yeah, uh, this is a team, team i never Columbus. even heard of. Never yeah.
1: heard of this one. They're yeah. you said they're in DC.
0: DC-based USL club. Very cool. Um, pretty pretty good fan base. I mean, well, they're pretty centrally located, so a lot of the same supporters who go to DC United as well as Washington Spirit um, kind okay. of carry over to that to that team as well. So, um, good to see them move through. Uh, they will face Christian Ramirez and Columbus um, Wednesday. So
1: there's uh, an all USL uh, match with uh, Birmingham Legion and Memphis mm-hmm. 901. That's awesome. Um, let's see, we got uh, Charleston Battery still in it as well. They're going against Inter Miami, and then my brother's team, Pittsburgh Riverhounds, for Pittsburgh is going against New England. So shouts to São Paulo, still alive, still rolling. <laughs> and i think that covers all of them but that's that's quite a few like that's yeah that, that's that's what bad. makes it fun right yeah yeah, yeah i no, agree it's... cool so we'll, we'll keep you all updated there um let's jump to some mls actually i'm just gonna let you take this one bridget because you saw the one that i really want to talk about uh dc united charlotte fc you watched this thing live so let's get some some live takes because there was a pretty spectacular goal to say the least
0: yeah. Uh first call comes from Christian Benteke, who finally is making um kind of making some of those moves everyone had hoped and expected him to. Uh ball goes in. I, it was kind of a kind of a mess in the 18, kind of ping-ponging around a little bit, and finally he just it bounces to to him and he goes for the full-on bike. And just sails it right past the keeper whose name I have in front of me. But Gorgeous um, goal. Yeah. Keeper didn't even move. Looks at it like, what? Yep. Um, stadium goes nuts. Uh, I I have it on good authority that the entire press box was also going nuts. Yeah. I <laughs> lost it. Um, really, really solid goal to, to get things moving for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyler Miller made some massive saves, finally gets a, gets a clean sheet, um, for the effort, uh, two more goals for DC, including a debut and, and first goal for green who came in and like, I want to say like 75th, 80th minute, something like that. And five minutes later. Just Dang. scores this banger from <laughs> distance. Um, so that was Put the third. Yeah, yeah. So massive goal for him. Um, but yeah, goal goal of the week for sure.
1: Oh, probably a candidate for goal of the year. It's early, oh, yeah. but it yeah. it the the setup and the precision, like the way he. Oh, it's beautiful. It's up on the IG. Yeah. I'm sure it'll hit all the other socials if you haven't yep. seen it. Please, please even, please go watch even the game.
0: commentators like the before the ball had even stopped moving in the net were like goal of the week. Let's go. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just 100%. um, it was kind of funny because he and had another one later, which gets called offside. Um, and he was like miles offside. So fair, call it back. It was kind of funny though, because it was just a a really simple like tap in which after after the bicycle kick it was like, <laughs> <He's> like meh <laughs> it's like okay, I got my
1: legendary goal. We're good. Yeah.
0: We don't we don't need to count that one. It's fine. Like <laughs> eh. um would have been kind of a disappointing like to have the first bike highlight and then to have that one roll across your highlights. Um yeah, yeah. But yeah, massive, massive win for them uh looks like a lot of the guys were just sticking around on the pitch, applauding supporters and, and Sweet. high-fiving themselves and um, well-deserved. So that was a fun yeah. one.
1: Absolutely. Once again, I can't stress enough, find the highlight on our socials, wherever it is. It's, it's it is. It won't be hard to
0: stumble across it. that video nope. this week on, on nope. any social media. So,
1: yep. Yep. Um, we don't have to highlight everything, but uh, St. Louis city, uh, continues to lose some points. Uh, they hosted Portland and Portland win this thing two one. Now, just because they were on that roll, they're still in the top three. Uh, but that base is start kind of starting to wobble there. Bridget. I don't know. I don't know how yeah. sustainable it's going to be.
0: Well, I mean, how many times our team's just going to hand the ball over to Klaus, right? So <laughs> <laughs> that, yep. that run was going to come to an end at some point. Um, Yes, a lot of it was skill, but quite a bit of it was also luck. So mm-hmm. um, I think they're still, I mean, they're still playing well. It's not like they're falling apart and, right. and dropping points. So
1: <clears throat>
0: no, I think, um, I think they'll still remain in that top half of the table.
1: Yeah. Which is still an incredible feat for a, an expansion team. I mean, yeah.
0: the fact that I mean, they're they, still
1: rolling the way they yeah. are.
0: Yeah, they they got enough points early on that they they can afford to go into a little bit of a slump here and exactly and find exactly. it again, bring it back. So
1: well, that's a good segue to somebody that is stuck in a slump. What's going on with Sporting KC? That, that that's my question. Like they they do not look good. I I think they've got a do they even have a win? I don't even know if they have a win. I think they might have like a tie or two. Like they're they're uh, scraping the bottom. Yeah, I'll take I a look while, while we <laughs> figure that out, but it. It's not going well for them, and they they lose again. Um, Pretty sure they are bottom of the division right now. I think so, yeah. Which is just weird considering their their history and and consistency.
0: And, I mean, individuals, too. Like, you can usually count on Alan Polito goal, right? Like, Mm -hmm. every other week. And I got a – it was like a week or two ago, I remember getting a score – Alert on my phone for him, and I totally had forgotten that he was playing. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It was like week eight. <laughs> and yeah, 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 Scores. It was like, oh yeah, that guy.
1: It's it's one win by the way. They have three points.
0: That's uh, yeah. Pretty rough. That's too bad.
1: Yeah, Hard. yeah. So <laughs> it's it's just strange because like it is weird. Yes, especially for for us as like Minnesota United supporters. Like we, <laughs> we're always worried about that match, the so-called uh-huh. nicest rivalry, whatever it is, that ends up not being so nice. Oh, like...
0: I mean this year it's gonna be chippy, right? Mm-hmm. Like teams struggling like that and coming into a you know manufactured rivalry, but it's become enough of a uh enough of a a thing now. Um, yep. that's gonna be a messy one when, whenever that happens i do not You're have kidding. that schedule up in front of me either but yeah that's, um, right. yeah that's a ways off but crazy weird season
1: definitely definitely well today uh, as you already mentioned uh minnesota host dallas this this is an interesting one here minnesota kind of in a hole uh, three losses in mls kind of need a win to get things moving in dallas uh doing pretty well scary attack so I guess the the question is can the Minnesota midfield and defense kind of keep those guys at bay? How do, what do you think about that?
0: Isn't that the
1: That's every week is that the question, question?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can the midfield do it?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh it could be a little weird this week. I mean, Will Trapp is questionable. He had a hamstring issue earlier this week, wasn't in full training. Um then again, that's been kind of an on and off thing so mm-hmm. far. Um, so maybe we see the the Datsen Ariaga um, pairing again, which works out fairly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they need to score, right? And that's th- that was a difficulty last time. And the Garcia goal in that first game was a bit of a surprise after given some of their performance that match. So yeah. um we'll we'll see if they can pull it off. Are we gonna see Luis Samaria up top? I kinda doubt it. Um he did get minutes in the open cup game. Um and as usual was not not great. Uh so hopefully sounds like uh Sang Ben will be starting in that 10 roll for now.
1: I was gonna ask about that.
0: Yeah, sounds like sounds like that's a spot. Um, because why wouldn't you sign a DP striker and mm-hmm. put him in as your number ten?
1: Absolutely, <laughs> play him. Play him. Um, so I'll know. point out. Go ahead.
0: No, that's. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> play the chorus every week. Um, I was just going to point out things are really starting to tighten up already in in this early stage here. Week, uh, week. What are we at like ten? Or mm, eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, Minnesota, Portland, and Vancouver seven, eight, nine, all tied at eleven points. Salt Lake at ten, Austin at nine. So I mean, already we're kind of seeing this mid-table falling out of the uh, playoffs amoeba. <laughs> that could <can> be, <laughs> be really, really tense, you know, where where even a tie can kind of move you up and down, let alone a, a loss, win. So I mean, eh, a little scary.
0: I mean. Uh yeah, at the same time, it's also that that point in the season where everyone kind of shuffles back and forth like you know, it's early to week. It's early. So like, you know, bouncing between sixth and eighth is fairly common through month three. But four, to your earlier five.
1: earlier point, what, you, what we were talking about with St. Louis City where they gave themselves that comfortable cushion where if they do lose a match or two, they don't have to panic like
0: right. okay. I mean, you have teams like Kansas City.
1: Yes, balance things out a end.
0: little
1: bit. That is the opposite end for sure. Um, cool. Well, enjoy the match for those that are going. Uh, I w- I guess, apparently dress warm if there's <laughs> snow in the forecast. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm looking at potential my potential
0: snow and like 50 mile per hour winds. So no way. You know, I'm classic Moscow.
1: But it's, it's in full flowering right now, so um, full bloom. Uh, hopefully it's not too hard of a freeze. I want my want my harvest like last year. Uh NWSL. Let's go here. Um, Orlando Pride big win over San Diego Wave. They hosted uh Pride win 3-1. But let, I want to really talk about this this Portland Thorns Angel City FC match. Uh it's a 3-3 tie, but it's one of those scores that doesn't tell the story situations because so much happened in this game that and including some very, very rare moments. Um there was a penalty, that's common. There was an own goal, a little less common. Uh, Julie Ertz gets her, I believe this is her first goal with Angel City, right? Yep, yep. Good for her. Um, and then the most rare of the rare, Bixby, who is the Portland Thorns keeper, decides to, at the very, very end of the game, at this point, it is uh, three to 3-2 Angel City. And I think it's like the 96 97th minute. So basically we're running out of stoppage time full power everybody in the box keeper goal absolutely amazing off of a corner kick <laughs> i mean had it all <laughs> just just missed a red card if if, if were, uh, right. actually if yeah. A, yeah a couple red cards would have set it off would have had everything very entertaining um
0: i'd recommend if you're going go to see, see if you're going to see a game like that it's going to be angel city in portland right and mm-hmm. it's um it was cool that hurts is i Think that was her first appearance too she just signed with them i think so early yep. last week so um first appearance first first goal back uh and just yeah a nuts game that's like late season weird stuff <laughs> and season just started um yeah it was very
1: entertaining it was very it's, entertaining
0: even if you don't have a side that you're pulling for in nwsl watch angel city and Portland anytime they're playing especially Agreed. when they're playing against each other.
1: Agreed. There was a I'll, I'll shout out a Men and in Blazers interview with uh, Roger was interviewing uh, Earths and he was just talking about ah uh, you know goals, not a big deal. I, I never score them. I it's, it's fine. It's this thing when it happens, it's fun, but it's just not my thing. And he's just like, come on, you, you want to uh-huh. score? And she's like, no, nah. he's like, come on. She's like, okay. Yeah. It's nice when I score, but it never happens. And now she, like you said, steps on the pitch and scores. Cool. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, cool. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll do some internationals and Bridget is going to go see her Liverpool. So, uh, We'll uh, keep moving here, and we'll be back in a minute.
0: Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota Football Show.
1: Okay, welcome back to the Minnesota Football Show. We do some internationals here. Um, I'll do a quick Brasileiro wrap. It, it's an interesting one. Um, they're only in their second week, and there is only one undefeated team that is Fluminense. Uh, so already the parity is there. They were they, they were talking about this earlier, saying it was a very very stacked and very competitive uh, season this year. That that it's that, really hard to call. Uh, so Inter beats Flamengo 2-1, Santos, Atletico tie, Vasco, Palmeiras tie, Curitiba loses to Fortaleza. And the big one that I certainly didn't see coming, Goyaz, who just got steamrolled in that first match, they host Corinthians. And normally you're like, oh, Corinthians are going to just destroy them. No, it is a 3-1 to Goyaz win. I, I will once again uh, highlight a coachless interim situation Goyaz. <laughs> they beat Corinthians 3-1. So... I don't I don't even know. I great, but okay, <laughs> what's happening? I I don't understand. Um so amazingly they I think that actually puts them right around the I mean again, it's only the second week. but from being at the bottom in relegation like all of a sudden they shoot up to like just under the Sudamericana qualification. This bananas. Um yeah, big win though. Good on them. Uh they play or they go to Inter to uh who does the school today? That will be a, a challenging one as well. I can't even remember the new guy's name right now, but he seems to know what he's doing. Maybe he'll stick around. It's just, that's just the way the thing goes with that team. And just, you just kind of like put on your seatbelt and, Oh wait, there's no steering wheel. Here we go. That's, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Is it going to be three games or 30? Well,
1: mm-hmm. yep. Yep. Um. Let's talk. English Premier League, we, we've got to talk about the big match. Uh, number one, number two happened midweek on Wednesday. It was a beatdown. down. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to say it, uh, four to one final score, Man City over Arsenal. I, what do you, what, do you, what, could, what more can you say? I mean, they just steamrolled them and they looked so good. Uh, De Bruyne mm-hmm. gets a brace and the, the classic moment where I, I believe it was, um, It was, what was it? One nil. And then, uh, and then Holland takes out the headband or the, the ponytail band and lets that (laughs) hair go. And all of a sudden they score three more (laughs) including his own at the very end. Yeah. Um, man city are just, they're, they're monsters. I mean, and you got to feel like it's, it's fun listening to all the, uh, the analysts and, um, just the talk, like the psych- psychology of this game is what's really interesting to me. And and Arsenal thinking, you know, we have we have this shot, we're gonna we're gonna win the uh the EPL cup, we're gonna we're gonna take the whole thing. But just that wavering pressure, just knowing that oh, there's a yeah. monster under the bed, you know, it's <laughs> just gonna <laughs> eventually get them. <laughs> That's exactly I mean, what's it's, happened.
0: It's like the squad parody, right? Like yep. there's I mean they're separated by one one point now um but you you see all the interviews and and everyone's favoring man city for all the reasons we just talked about and then the arsenal players are like yeah but we're we're right here so obviously we can do it we yep. can do it and then you see them playing against each other and you see what like how much of a gap there is. Yes, exactly. Um,
1: that distance. In
0: terms of like, sure, you might be one point apart, but on the pitch, like it, it's different, you know, off of the paper. So um but yeah, I mean they're they're right. They can still do it. They're a whole point behind. But um it's just yeah, it's nuts when they're playing against each other. And then, you know, Holland just doing what he does. He's amazing. Uh, what, Arsenal what, what, doesn't have a guy like that. So. No,
1: he actually broke the uh, the the record. The, he was tied with Salah, right? I think he he actually with this yeah. gets the, the yeah. season record, and and still all these matches to go. So he'll be setting the new record. Yeah, there's incredible four games. <laughs> incredible. Um, and Man City are they still two games in hand as well with Arsenal, or just one at this point?
0: Uh, they're playing right now, they're so playing, they're now. Just one in hand.
1: Okay. That's still a big one, though. I mean, that's still, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's... Oh, boy. I mean, what a fun yeah. ride, though.
0: One game is at this point. Um... I mean, you have the two of them going back and forth. No one's really going to catch them at this point. So it's going to be between those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Man City right now sitting, again, Man City's playing at the moment up to one. 76 points. Arsenal, 75. Uh, Newcastle, with their result right now, they're up 3 1 on Southampton. Southampton, yep. Um, 65 points. uh, 63. It just refreshed. That game ended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hold on here. There we go. So yeah, 65 points in third place, fourth, 63, fifth, 54, sixth, 54, (laughs) seventh, 53. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got like one game separating third place and fourth and then a game separating fifth and eighth.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really tight for that last Champions League spot. There's there's going to be.
0: Yeah, you're not only watching Man City Arsenal go back and forth, but then you've got like the top five going back and forth, mm-hmm. um, and then that mid table going back and forth. So, just a really weird um, life. It's just one of those years, really yeah. weird, let's, like shifting. But yeah, let's.
1: I was gonna say let's let's segue to to your Liverpool. They get a good big win against uh, West Ham at West Ham, two to one. Um, and then they're going to play shortly here. Who who are they playing today?
0: Tottenham.
1: Oh, that'll be an interesting one. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that?
0: It's either going to be like a really close, chippy, like one-one kind of game, Mm -hmm. or Liverpool gets steamrolled. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see which 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 team shows up for both sides. Um, yeah. I
1: have, to, I have to read some uh, some light reading of uh, grief and loss across the lifespan, but I think I can maybe do that and <laughs> keep the game on in the background. You know, just, just, it. Yeah. Tip,
0: just something Sunday a little reading. bit lighter in the background That's right. to That's right. keep the mood going.
1: Uh, <laughs> it, it, it pairs well with the weather outside. <laughs>
0: there, you go.
1: there it is. Uh, um. I, I want to shout out Brighton. They're having an amazing season. They, yep. they played yesterday and just smoked the Wolves 6 uh, 0. And the, the cool thing about this is, yeah, they played amazingly. But, Bridget, how often do you see three players each getting a brace? Undav, Gross, and Welbeck. Each score two goals. That just doesn't happen. <laughs> it's no. Pretty incredible. No. And they were having so much fun. Like, I, I, I got to see a couple of the highlights. Um, well, a couple of the goals actually live, but then I went back to watch the rest of the highlights. Like after the first goal, you can just see the team light up and they're just like, Oh, let's party. Let's just, we, we yeah. we've got, they figured out the opposing formation. They, they saw the holes, they saw the gaps. They're just like, let's just, you know, why, why WCA Saturday morning? Let's just go have fun. And they just <laughs> rocked them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, they're at 61 goals, uh, this season, which is on par with Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you compare the compare the rosters and the strikers, that's a little bit of a surprise. But uh, a lot of those have come in games like that where they just find that find that gap and yep. pour them on. So
1: are they does that put them in uh, Europa contention or where's that land? I wonder, because that'd be so cool if like that kind of a club gets get some international uh <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're close.
1: Very cool. I'm going to look at it right now. Oh, yeah.
0: They're just they're just one point behind Liverpool God, on 8th So
1: it is just so tight. I'm looking at what, what you were just talking about there between the 54 yeah. and...
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's two points between eighth and fifth. Dang. That's impressive.
1: Good job, Brighton. Shout out to uh, Hoodeman over there. It's former <laughs> team. That's always such a trip. Like, I, I always remember that. I'm just like... The dude, we have, like, this direct connection to to Brighton. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's right here. We know <laughs> uh-huh.
1: him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his then, stories from back in the day were hilarious, though, because, like, yes. they did have, like, no money, oh, like, whatever that was, like, 25 years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it was a
0: whole different world. Um, yes. Everton mm-hmm. is now sitting solidly in 19th. Um. Mm. So second from the bottom, uh, again, it's, it's tight down there too. I mean, there's, there's two points separating 16th and 19th also. So, um, Leicester and 18th, Everton in 19th, Southampton 20th, um, so we'll see what happens, we'll see what happens there. Uh, everyone's kind of watching. Everton yeah right
1: now. and it's four uh, four matches used to go right well some have four some have a few more I see
0: yeah and Everton plays Leicester tomorrow um so that'll be a big one because they both need those all three points
1: um CCL let's go here so we've got uh first legs here of semifinals of the Liga Miaki side and the in the MLS side uh Tigres beat uh, Leon to one and, uh, and then Philly and LAFC tied 1-1. That was Philadelphia hosting that one. So still fairly open. Um, I can't remember when the next legs are being played, but uh, I don't know. I, I Maybe Tigres are through, but, you know, Leon tend to play really well at home, so you never know. See so, yeah, how that one kind of plays out. I, j- I just – one of these days, I wish that they would get split, though, so you could, like, guarantee, like, a, a full – mls uh (laughs) final like that that'd be cool yeah uh libertadores it is still early but extremely interesting i guess is the word i'm going to use because a lot of the powerhouses are struggling um the main one being the defending champions palmeiras they are in last place in group c uh after two matches um it would be Uh, Listeners, if you want to look up the the history, you can correct me, but I'm pretty sure this would be the first time in Libertadores history if Palmeiras doesn't get out of group, the defending champion not leaving group. I don't think that's ever happened. Um, They're having a rough time. Um, But the cool thing there is it's opening up all these doors. So Alianza Lima is leading in in G, for example. Uh, Argentinos Juniors is, is winning E. You've got uh, Nacional Uruguay leading B, Colo Colo leading F. So it, it's it's creating this space for some of these other teams from uh, not Brazil or Argentina to actually get in there and, and get some movement. Again, still early. They still have a few more rounds before the things are are done. But uh, yeah, I think I think it's great. I mean, I love seeing the other teams get some sh- get some shine. And we've had like last year was an all Brazil final. The year before there's another. Brazil, Argentina final. So you know, let's get some Peruvian teams into like the semifinal. Let's get some <laughs> Colombian, Chilean. Let's mix it up. Um, let's get to our full. Uh, we have a lot of good news stuff in here actually, Bridget for this week, which is yeah, which is a good thing. Um, we'll start with this one in España, talking about Alberto de jaraga Um, he is a goalkeeper for Marbella, which I believe is in the Spanish division question i think mark? so yeah somewhere around there um he came out and in a really great way uh it gives his his partner a beautiful public kiss and like hanging out with the family and blasted on social media and kind of a really cool thing i i don't did not look at the comments i would imagine <laughs> there was some typical things but uh pretty awesome the, the support that i was seeing was was huge like i actually picked this up well you, Bridget, you, you brought it to my attention, but then I shortly picked it up from, uh, from, uh, ninja sports clubby from Brazil that, that I got grabbed it right away and then translated yeah. it into Portuguese. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. It, awesome.
0: it seems like the, the club has been really supportive and, um, yeah, as always, don't read the comments, but, um, based on, on some of the retweets and, and some of the, uh, just interactions with that tweet it seems like he's getting. Quite a bit of support. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Uh speaking of Brazil going back to Corinthians, this this wasn't the Goiás match. They played a uh Copa do Brasil match midweek and did this really, really interesting um recognition of the Armenian genocide where they wore these these patches with the um there's a symbol, it's a flower, and I don't know all the historical significance of the flower there, but that's you know, all the players had it on their uniforms. Um, they had a whole Uh, video presentation because I think the U.S. and specifically California you know that was the landing spot of a lot Mm -hmm. of uh, Armenian refugees but after the U.S. I think a whole bunch of them ended up in Sao Paulo as well so there's like this really large Armenian community there and so get on to or kind of organize this thing and of any team that would you know, go for this and push this through, it would be the team that of course had the Democracia corinthiana <laughs> and the whole history of radical movements through football there. <laughs> so like, of course they would do it. Um, super cool, really, really cool. Um, this might be the point, Bridget, where the uh, 10 or 15 Turkish listeners that are, are listening to us <laughs> we, may, may be done with the program <laughs> as we bring up the Armenian genocide. Uh, are you but, We're
0: on the wrong side of history.
1: That's right. Oh, we're going. We're taking. We're, this. Yep, yep. <laughs> we're we're sticking with it. Uh but congrats yeah, great great work Kuchins for usual and uh I don't think I've ever seen anything like like this this kind of a public display in a sporting event to mm-hmm. to talk about the Armenian genocide in that way and then like wear it on the on the kits. So pretty badass. Uh and then finally this this one is is actually rolling live as we as we pod here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, talking about Serie A, Italia. And, uh, well, I'll, I'll do the story here before I look at the score. But uh, it's possible that with the match happening right now with Napoli, they could they could wrap up uh, Scudetto winning Serie A for the first time in whew, decades. It's been a very long time, maybe even since Maradona was there. And so the U.S. Embassy and, and the Consulate, basically the U.S. State Department, put out a security alert. <laughs> For anybody around Naples basically to be careful because hey there there might be really big parties, everybody might be celebrating, so watch out, which is kind of just ridiculous to think. Uh please be please be careful with joy, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Imagine getting off the plane and just seeing flares and like fireworks everywhere and being like yep, what yep. is happening here?
1: Yep, and we, we were just there a month ago and it, it was already like the vibe was everywhere um so i would imagine that yes of course napoli naples is going to be just bananas but it's going to spread across the bay to sorrento where we were and probably to a month like the whole Campania region i'm sure will be will be just going bananas just yeah. celebrating um i was going to see if i can where did it go where did it go doo, doo, doo. i had it up here it is so they okay the match just ended napoli and saw they, they tied 1-1 they needed a win nice. with a win so i guess it still rolls but it's kind of just considering the spread there at the top it's gonna happen yeah, so, yeah. even if it's next week whatever um
0: they're ready <laughs>
1: they're ready and i just think it's hilarious the state department's like everybody be careful there might be happy people
0: doing happy things <laughs> don't walk into a celebrating crowd alone Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> incredible wow
0: um yep. tyler miller just posted in his instagram story the the video of the bicycle kick and mm. just says the ping pong is paying off the
1: ping pong <laughs> awesome i'm glad he's getting his his uh his time in as well it's that's yeah good to see.
0: yeah he was he was solid good to finally see him get some points for it
1: yep Cool, Bridget. Well, I think that's a podcast, and uh, let you go watch your Liverpool stay alive and keep (laughs) battling for the next month or so. See if they can make some moves. Um, But thank you. Great to see you as always, and hopefully Rodrigo has got his voice back to uh, do another (laughs) round of his screamo. What was it called? Uh, Pisco Pisco murder. Pisco (laughs) murder. Amazing. Uh, nice. so <laughs> okay. thanks listeners for putting up with us we'll do it again next week uh patreon.com backslash mnfootballshow is the patreon if you want to support this and um, i'll actually put out a poll since we'll not be able to actually cover the match and i'm just kind of curious where people are going to land um yeah in dallas and minnesota and we'll talk about it next time and <laughs> see you all then ciao
0: perfect